The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Chitty, chitty, uh, bang, bang. It, right, I'm trying here. It's season two, series two, because we're not American. Whereas we know they don't have omnibuses, which we discussed last time, and we don't know that to be true. Because we did record the first seven minutes of this podcast, and we've tried to turn over a new leaf because it's series two, and it was shit, wasn't it, Kia? Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, shit. technical problems, we were talking about penises, it wasn't wasn't what best We're trying it. to focus on the music for this one. Yes. We're trying to be good lads. So now... It's we've done twenty episodes, so we've decided it's series two. And Kia, you are going to do the intro now rather than me, where you explain what this is, who we are. Right? Let's watch <clears throat> this, everyone. Hello, everyone. This is Oviana Podcast with Lee Kyle, Hello. that guy, and Kia Kyle, this guy. Who are you to me? Oh, I'm your son, mate. See, I'm your son, not biological, but it'd be lovely if I was. No, would it? It would. It's not going to distract. Anyway, what is this? Um, yeah. So we take songs that got to number two, and then we talk about them and whether they should have got to number one. And we listen to the songs that got number one, and we talk about whether they deserve to be number one because some of them aren't very good. Some of them are class. And then we have a vote, don't we? And if we do, if we both vote, then what for the number two? Then it replaces the number one at number one in the charts officially. Oh, God. And then at the end, when we've done all the episodes we possibly can, um, we'll make our own top, I don't know. Million. Million, yeah. We'll make our own top million. We were going to do a top 40 after the first 20 episodes, weren't we? We forgot. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's fine. We'll we'll do it at the end of season two, and then it'll be all the ones that we chose to be number one, because that'll be a better list anyway, won't it? Yes, all the best number ones. Because we'd already know what the bottom 20 were. Well, not necessarily, actually. No, but that's better. You know, it's fine. And then we'll we could do that, another one, the one, all the number twos as well. We oh, that's two bonus that. episodes right there. We've smashed God, it, I can't it? wait for that, me. Oh, so, um, this is a Felt Now production. Felt Now is a cooperative with all the comedians out in the Northeast. Join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash feltnow, where you get this a month early, plus free tickets for gigs and loads of podcasts. And Noutflix, our compendium of comedy shows from the northeast of england to which last week 10 new things were added so Bloody there's hell. you know lots of stuff on there and we've got prize doors coming soon and um uh, s- s- do you like my necklace no it's a donut it's a little donut made by the comedian anya atkinson who may or may not me she is, was telling us about a, a jewelry actually yeah, yeah she's doing very well she's oh, selling, for she's selling for bits her. of bits of stuff and she's going to make news here for the first time some official felt out um, jewellery. Oh, that'd be nice. Well, you know it? the little pig we've got no. the logo. Paul Oink, he's called. Paul Oink. She's making some Paul, Paul Oink um, necklaces. We're oh, going to nice. give one away on there. So that's I'll all have right. To, I'll have to wear one for yeah. work to advertise to the comedy fans of the northeast. It's a nice look in it, and I've yes. got a little donut on, and I bought your mama pumpkin. That'd be a good. Le- so you, obviously you can't see, but it's high up on his neck. Um, and I need a necklace that's like a choker style, so it sits above the, this chain. So. She's got lots of different got, stuff. I'm um, seeing this chain. You can't see the chains. I've got three got chains. chains on, I'm a chains um, I mean, if you'd listened to the last episodes we recorded, you'd know about his the controversy in his look now that he looks a little bit like Russell Brand and what that means in the world today. But sadly, the SD card broke, so that was two fine episodes that you'll never hear. Oh, man. But we'll record them ones again, but not for a while because we don't want to talk about the same songs. Because it would be unnatural, wouldn't it? So yeah, we, we, we'll have we to had... leave those songs that we talked about last time. We're not going to tell you what they are. 
until they've kind of moved out of our brain a bit. Yeah, we'll forget what was spoke about and we won't be rehashed. Because it'd be like we're trying to make up for for last time when we recorded it and, you know, we'd be trying to say the same stuff and we don't want that. In fact, our views might have changed. We might um, yeah. prefer songs that we didn't necessarily you know with us. We're very, we're very, very inconsistent with our views. Oh, yeah, we're a mess. And we also thought for the start of the second series, we've got to go for a big hitter. Oh, right, yeah. We've got to go for boom. Not what better. Shake the room. Oh, That's, God, no. No. God, no. What better? And not boom, 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 let me hear you say wheel. Or All Right by Supergrass, which is one that we will be discussing in time. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. But for now, we're going with 1995's much vaunted and overhyped Battle of Britpop. Oh. We're talking Oasis versus Blur, the North versus the Fucking South, Shores versus the Poor, Country House versus Roll With It. Have a listen to those now with your ears and mind. Yesterday, right? I mean, for, you know, put this in if you want. Who cares? Hello, guys. Um, oh, okay, so, we're back. Are we? yes, yeah, why okay. not? Are yeah, we doing some gossip here? Yes, yes. Before uh, we start, Kieran was very annoyed yesterday. Kieran, give context. Very annoyed. So Kieran, Kieran works at the stand. He's been there the longest out of anyone. He's been there about ten years now. He's been there for for years, man. It's a very long time, almost a decade. Um, and he was on box office where you know people come over. Um, the you, you cross the name off, you know, mm-hmm. you make sure they've got mm-hmm. tickets and you, you let them in. I've never done that, but it feels a fairly straightforward job. It's fair enough, right? But he is dyslexic, right? And he has got ADHD, so, you know, it, 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 his mind's all over the place, man. And he was struggling to find someone's names. And the woman went, oh, is this your first shift? Oh. And he went, no, I've been here quite a while, actually. Oh. Um, you know, sent them in or whatever. As she was walking away, she goes to her husband, two out of five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Who just reads people as the, as the walk past that is, them? That is brilliant. I might start doing that. Like, like I'm Dave Meltzer of people. I like to think she, when she sat down, she got a notebook out. She's got a notebook of all the people that she, I that wonder she what you got. on the street. How old was she? I, I didn't see who it was, mate. I'm not sure. Because the sure. middle-aged women like you, don't they? Oh, they do. They do. I, um, I want to tell you a story about a com- comedian who had a similar question as to him. I had a gig up over 10 years ago now in a casino in newcastle and it wasn't a very good gig here it wasn't really workable but if you tried very hard you could just about get something yeah and the best thing about the gig was in the second break they did a buffet and as an actor you could go and get the buffet like a hot buffet oh, it was decent you know and he was only been doing it a few years and i'm not going to name him he's not from around here he's a one-liner act from the midlands mm. but if you, anyone tries to guess who it is i will just say it wasn't them because there is a few around there and it wasn't anyone people wouldn't necessarily know yeah but he had died Really bad, really bad, really struggled. And then, but a lot of people did there. And he got in his queue. He got in the queue for the food. And someone came over and went, oh, well done for doing your first gig tonight. He went, oh, it wasn't. I've been doing it years. And went, really? He went, yeah. And I went, you don't get any food. (laughs) (laughs) And the audience decided en masse that he didn't deserve any buffet. And he had to drive back to the Midlands without getting it. That's ridiculous. (laughs) 
Oh, man. I'd rather have not been paid than not. <laughs> like, I'd rather have like, look, we don't think you, that was, that was, I don't even think you did a good enough job to get the money, fair enough. But to be denied food. It's a real indignity, isn't that's it? That's so much worse. It's like if you're a footballer, sometimes after you've had long service at a team, they give you a free transfer so you can get a big contract at the next club. Yeah. A free transfer is fine. If someone said, we've sold you for a tenner, that hurts, did it? Yeah. <laughs> Did you see? This will be old news now, but Edge showed up on AEW. I did see. In the wrestling world. That's some wrestling news for everybody there. Big, big wrestling we news. We could do a wrestling podcast. Why don't we start with one wrestling company? I have been there, done that. Oh, God. Yeah. I have, though. We'll get on to the yeah, You've told us how. I it, have just been booked to do a wrestling training session for the first time since 2009. Oh, that'd be good, wouldn't with it? With some actors who don't know I'm coming to do it. I don't know quite how this works, and I'm out of practice. Mate, it'll be fucking Someone's great. getting clothesline in the face. Anyway. Nah, it'll be good. Oh, by the way, I've got another announcement. Um, I've got another announcement. Yeah. So, in December, I'll be performing on your gun show. And I've said that on the podcast now, so you can't and I'll have us on. Okay, we're doing uh, we're doing family, family-friendly family <laughs> gun shows at the stand for Christmas. Just after Christmas, actually. As well as one that's only for, like, adults only on an evening. Which one do you want to do? Adults. Oh, I know you'll get fired. Yep. We're going to have a drink, aren't we? Yeah, so the the plan is to get the comedians a little drunk and then do the show. The plan is also to get the bar staff drunk. Yeah. That's what I am. I'll, I'll try sweet. Well, I'm one of the managers. I'll, just, wait, I'll make sure I'm managing the shift while being drunk on stage and just getting the staff to be drunk. See, it'll be lovely. Oh, we were doing focusing so well, and then we heard the raucous Britpop sounds, and now we've got... Oh, mate, I felt like I was ba- in Dog and Parrot. Hang on, before we do this, um, hi, everyone, my name's Lee Kyle. I'm England's best comedian. I've got a show at the Time Theatre on the 20th of April. Why not come? Sammy Dobson is doing support, apart from she might not be now, because she's just got a big acting job for the next year. But if oh, she I'm can really come, proud of her. If she can come, she's doing it. And it's not about her anyway. It's about me. Yeah, fuck Buy you, Sammy. You've, yeah. you've, you've had your break. Yeah, I need my break. Yeah. Give me a break. Anyway, here we are, 1995. TV's Lee Kyle, at the time, 16 years old I was. Oh, Just bless a little you. lad. Nothing more exciting than the pop sounds coming out of this country, of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. But what's this? What's this? Two of the big hitters, Blur and Oasis. They're bringing out singles on the same day. It's big news, Kia. It's on the front of not only the New Music Express and the Melody Maker, but the newspapers. What? Unheard of a few years earlier. Unheard oh. of. You've got to remember, we're coming from a time when it felt like a victory that the Stone Roses and, and the Happy Mondays would get on top of the pops for being nearly in the top ten. Swept the nation, mate. Swept the nation. And what do they bring out? A load of shit. Yeah, it's not, not any of the band's best songs, is it? It's... There's a quote from Liam Gallagher going, nobody's played role with it since Oasis broke up. Nobody's bothered. He said, and he said how much better it would be if this was cigarettes and alcohol versus girls and boys. Yeah. Cigarettes and alcohol seemed an odd choice to say for me, but it's never been one of my favourites. But No, is that the one where it's just T-Rex, but not T-Rex? Yeah. 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 Which says something about the difference between Blur and Oasis as well. They were both pastiche, weren't they? But mm. um, I feel like... If we go from even these two albums, these were not the best choices. No. For, for. Now, Blur's singles from this album were weak, I would say. Which uh, which album was it? This was from... Oh, God, I can't even remember. The Great Escape right. album. So, there was this, there was Charmless Man, Stereotypes, which were all very 
blurred doing cockney knees up. It was yeah. very much like Park Life Part 2, but without any new ideas. But they also had the Universal out, which was, I would say, the best single from this it's album. Good song. Good um, song. I feel like this was, for Blur, the end of a road. As in, they clearly got bored very, but especially Graham, the guitar, very bored of this sort of thing. Mm. They very quickly stopped playing this song. I don't think they have good memories of it. Yeah, it's very rare for them to play it these days. But then they, of course, sort of relaunched themselves on the next couple of albums as a very different style band. Whereas Oasis, I feel like, we didn't know it at the time, but they had already reached and passed their creative peak. Yeah. They had nothing new after about an album and a half. Yeah. They just kept being Oasis with diminishing returns. I really like first album. I think it's great. I think that's the popular But what's opinion. the story? Nah. But even that, the stuff on that, if they, they could have chose, that would have been better choices, more interesting choices for singles than this. Yeah. If they'd have put, famously a big favourite for their fan base is Champagne Supernova, which that against the Universal would have been a more interesting... Yeah. So, ro- why? It seems odd to look at these songs, so we're going to try to find the positives from them. Oh, God, okay. Because are they dreadful, or are they just a really bad example of the thing that they are? That, hit, I, like, I imagine if I, if I was someone who had no interest in this music at the time, and I'm someone who doesn't have much in it now, but I did at the time. Mm. If I'd have been watching the news and they'd have talked about this battle for number one with these two great British bands and heard this, yeah, I don't know what I would have thought. Like, Roll With It is, like, at the time, was often compared to status quo, mm. which for a band who had just brought Definitely Maybe out, but that was, to them, a mixture of the Sex Pistols and, Be- and Beatles is yeah. aiming low. In it. To me, Roll With It feels like a band trying to do a song in the style of Oasis but it's just not really the same as Oasis. Yeah, which kind of goes to what we're we, saying, is it about it being past their peak already creatively. Yeah. They're already sounding like a parody of Oasis. There's even a song by um, Fountains of Wayne, who did Stacey's Mom, where they try and sound like Oasis. It's called Elevate Her Up. It's on the same album as Stacey's Mom. It's the last song, I think. And I prefer that <laughs> when they're trying to sound like Oasis because they know that's popular at the time that um, actually roll with it by Oasis. Yeah, I wonder how... What, what made Oasis pick that as their song? So the album... The, 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 from that album, they had this out as a single, some might say, which I think I think is all right. It's mm. okay, some might say. Like a lot of Oasis lyrics, it's gibberish meaningless and has the word shine in it, but... Um, and then, oh, they love the word shine. Then don't look back in anger, which, you know, I'm going to say is fucking tedious yeah i've never enjoyed that song and wonder wall which again is it a one that is hard to judge because of just how everywhere it was for a yeah. long time i don't know if that's a good it's song or not it became a joke hasn't it it's like one of those nickelback songs where you can't even judge it as a song because it's just so you know stereotypically stupid and people are like oh god this again yeah but it, it's one of those ones that it does sound better than you remember when you hear it. Oh, like it is a good song, but it's just been ruined for us by countless acoustic people in pubs. It's always it's unusual just... when I go and gig in Manchester, how often you do hear a busker play Wonderwall and you go, come on. I've noticed a lot of them here. I've started playing like hypersonic missiles by Sam Fender at <laughs> like 17 going under and stuff. And so, oh, fuck off. I hate this. 
love of Sam Fender. Yeah, the, I don't the, know yeah. that. Oh. And I, I mentioned this once, you know, when Sam Fender had his big gig yeah, in Newcastle yeah. and they changed Greg's defenders and oh, they just go, is horrible. this not just lame? And someone said, oh, no, you just don't understand it because yeah, like, it isn't that. Yeah, the problem I just, is I do understand it and I shouldn't at my age. I shouldn't just go, this is embarrassing. You sh- there should be something that's more shocking about it. And it's, I hate when people idolise local people who've made it big like how people love Ant and Deck and I'm like don't love Ant and Deck yeah, man would you if they were from Surrey yeah and they're like, exactly the same oh, God. Oh, I hate it it's cultural cringe isn't it around here like I think where we're away we're from a bit of a rubbishy part of the yeah. country in a lot of ways we don't get a lot of recognition on you know, a lot of the times you know sometimes you might see um, the Angel of the North like in a in a um, compilation of landmarks on like BBC News or something right but while we're we don't, on that we don't get much while we're on that that tree, right? Oh, the bloody tree. The so, bloody tree. Do you know that tree? I was at a gig the other day in Newcastle, and I opined that I hadn't heard of this tree, and everyone yeah. else hadn't heard of this tree, and everyone went, we'd all heard of that tree, and I don't believe them. I'd never heard of this fucking tree. Someone's chopped a sycamore tree down. Not killed it, by the way, it's still alive. It's a shame that someone's chopped a tree down that, from the pictures, did look nice. But yep. those people going, oh, it's like they burned down the sage or like they shot Alan Shearer in the face or something. We all love that tree. There's a tree. Uh, yeah, I've seen pictures of the tree. I've never thought, oh, I'll go visit that tree. That's one of the most Let's famous go see things. the tree. People are saying it's one of the most famous trees in the world. And you go, there's not many famous trees, I though. I saw an incredible comment on Facebook. Because um, someone's went along and they've planted a new tree next to a little sapling. And people are like, oh, good on them, mate. Good on them. Um, there was another comment saying, oh, we should all do that. And um, it could it could be a, a forest created by people who, who the tree touched in the lives. I mean, mate, fuck off. It wouldn't even be a nice view. It'd just yeah. be a load of trees then. That defeats the point of looking yeah. at the nice tree with it being in the, the middle of the... The point of the view is it was nicely framed. It was just loads of trees that ruin that view. What's the point? <laughs> I think we should spell out the name tree and weed color on the grass. <laughs> Have you heard the? Uh, well, I mean, we might have more information by the time this comes out. We probably will, but um, people are saying that it was a disgruntled farmer who was forced off his land. So oh God, I love a disgruntled he was like, farmer. Uh, fuck the national trust and then chopped down the tree. I love a disgruntled farmer like that one who um, went to the bank once and poured loads of manure over it because they wouldn't give him a loan. Farmers have a good way of doing it. Don't yeah. They? So country house, right? It's it's like a cartoon in song form. What do you mean? Well, it's it's almost hard to believe that it was written by a real band rather than just as a theme tune for a TV show somewhere. Yeah, it does have that sort of cheesy feel to it, doesn't it? I don't mind it. I, I, I would say lyrically it's better than Roll With It. Yeah, it's definitely not one of my favourite songs and it, it does sound cheesy. But fuck me, at least it's got more personality than Roll With It. That's true. It definitely has more personality. Roll with it's got It's just more whether oof, the personality is more loathsome or not. Yeah, it is a bit like, oh, God. I will say, watching afternoon repeats and the food he eats is a nice line. Takes all manners of pills, takes all manner of pills and piles of analyst bills. Like, lyrically, yeah, this is fucking nice good bit. stuff. Reading Balzac, knocking back Prozac. Not many people are referencing Balzac at the time. But there's just the fact that it sounds a bit like, hey! Yeah. And then you've got the... You've got the video with like page three girls in. It's all a bit tawdry, isn't it? Yeah. I like the bit where it goes, blow, blow me out. That's the best bit, right? 
That is good. That is good. It, both of these have very distinct tones of voice. You've got to roll with it. Yeah, you know that. Then yeah. you've got set date. Well, I respect. That, well, at least, I suppose, a lot of this at the time was the middle class against the working class. Yeah. And that's the t- so it's all played it up. You know, I, like. I don't think that actually the Gallagher's were quite as poor as they, they were. They were very much the media's idea of a northern working class. Yeah. But I know people, so basically the estates I grew up on, they wouldn't have been the poorest family because poorest families weren't into guitar music. They weren't, yeah. That wasn't what they liked. They would have been in like happy hardcore and stuff. And I've been in Burnage, I did a gig there. It's pretty nice. Like, it's not like, yeah. it's not fancy, but it's not the biker wall. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't, like, you've lived worse places comfortably. Like, it's... Absolutely. Like, yeah. It's... They were, had quite a nice upbringing, I think. Like, not... A, that dad was a bit of a scumbag and everything, but I don't think... They were, they were not, like, breadline yeah. places. And... I, I don't, in terms of Blur... They certainly... Look... It's no secret that that's not Damon Albon's voice that he talks oh, in, yeah. is it? Like, this is someone who's liked various music like that and is singing yeah. like it. Um, I think he's a more talented man than either of them. But I don't think either of them, from this vantage point in history, come across as the most likeable. Yeah. Now, you saw Blur live this year. I did, yeah. I saw them at the Sea Hall. Did they do this? No. Nah. They did for the big Wembley show. And I've seen clips where, like, they'll... So, like, a lot of the sets, they don't do it. Sometimes they'll add it in later on in the tour. But, yeah, it's it's not one that they feel they need to do. Which is interesting, isn't it? Like, from the outside, I feel like people who weren't into music would think of this as their big song. But I don't think people who are fans of theirs would ever care if they heard it again. Yeah. Which is fascinating. Now, of course, the whole battle, which they won, of course, in the end, in this week, um, was won by Blur by 50,000 sales mm. but also they charged a pound less for the single yeah I think it was 199 or 299 like how much different that made I don't know because I can't imagine you going in to buy a single then deciding on price I mean if it's aimed at the if it's aimed at the lower class that aren't actually the lowest class then yeah you'd think Oasis would have been cheaper if that's yeah. but also Oasis single was already scheduled it's Blair who moved their single to create this uh, so they were like alright then you yeah. bastards yeah and I think Oasis took it quite hard because you know they're already quite aggressive lads oh, aren't yeah. they and there's famous stories about him wishing AIDS on Damon Albarn and stuff <laughs> <laughs> which actually was just a a rip-off of a comment Nicky Wire out of the Manics made about Michael Stipe two years earlier and then felt really bad about because yeah. what a fucking horrible thing to say. But yeah, it's um, like all of Oasis, he copied it off a def- off a better band. And um, he, um, there's a story about them bumping into each other like about 10, 15 years after this in like Camden or something. Yeah. And just not really know what to say because by the time you're an adult, it's embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah. Like they're a bit older and... Um, I think Noel just sort of went, went oh, your band's shit. He went, yeah, right here. See you in a bit. Because what is that to say? Yeah. Like you suddenly don't, it must seem silly for them now as middle-aged men to go, yeah, remember when I wished AIDS on a man for bringing like a single out? <laughs> <laughs> but because the story is then that um, 
the wall was very much won by Oasis in terms of sales and popularity. But I yeah. think, looking back, I feel like creatively, Blur are now held in much higher regard than Oasis are. Yeah, would you say so? I don't know. I prefer Blur. I think musically, Blur are better. Well, they sort but of I think young people do still really like Oasis, and especially the like Liam Gallagher's social media presence and how he's just a prick. He is like, yeah. I wonder when it becomes the point. We go, Liam. You just I, is there something about? I honestly can't stand the man. No, and I don't think you should. There's a thing where I think at the time I thought it was quite cool that he was being a prick. Yeah. But now it's just like, well, why are you just being a yeah, prick? Come on, man. Like, yeah, you're an old man now. Just just go, oh, yeah, I'm not just going to keep doing it. Find a new gimmick, you know? Yeah. Really- it's boring now, isn't yeah. it? It's something now about rock stars being pricks where I used to think, well, that's their job. And you go, well, why is it that job? Yeah. They don't have to be just a prick. Be nice. I'll, I'll be a laugh or witty or wise or something. But you, if your default is arrogant prick, you're like, well, I can't be bothered with a poor man's Ian Brown. Yeah, it's just like, not. There's no, it's it's not exciting to me anymore. It's not fun. He hasn't evolved at all, has and, he? Like, which is also how he looks. Yeah, yeah. It's just nothing about him's changed. Yeah. He's just really stuck to he, one thing. And he used to be a beautiful boy, Liam Gallagher. That, so it was fine, I guess. Like, he was a very good looking man for a bit. Then suddenly it's like, oh, you look like a well I won. Yeah. You know, and it's a, it's a fucking, it's a bit of a shame, isn't it? It's a bit of a shame. But no, I think creatively... I think Blair Oasis are a bigger band and if they reform now it'd be much bigger news than when Blair yeah. did. But I think among like like musically Blair are a lot oh, more respected because yeah. they did all that stuff after this. I think they're the ones who heard this song and just after this album which I think the whole Great Escape album is a pretty bad album to be honest. Yeah. Um, there's some catchy bits on it but it's Blair at the worst for me which is loads of perky songs about little people's lives that they've observed and are laughing at and I'd never like that stuff yeah. that they did I think it's the it's the weakest stuff but I think they also got that and went oh this album was one too far and just sort of they did other stuff and Oasis every album after this seemed to be heralded by them as a return to the days of Definitely Maybe rather yeah. than what they should have done is going well we're doing totally different stuff now not trying to recapture the glory as coked up millionaires trying to recapture the glory of a poor hungry band which they would never be again yeah Shall we go through the charts? Come on, then. We're going to go through the charts, the official single charts. From the 20th of August, that beautiful summer. Oh, man. I just left school, Kia. I just left school. I had had plans to go. I was just about to start. Oh, God, it was horrible. Uh, A YTS scheme on cutting computers in Silksworth in Sunderland, where your mum now works. Not in the same place, but in Silksworth. And... I did about two weeks there before I went, I cannot mix with these people again. And I ended up starting college late because I just about had good enough GCSEs after not bothering to nice. do that. Um, it, it was horrible. It was horrible, horrible people. And the worst problem was it was before the metro. So the only way back was a bus that took about an hour and a half, the 538, from there to my house in Jarrow. That was due at five minutes to the hour. So every day I'd finish and then have to wait 55 minutes to the bus. Oh, God. And I just, this just isn't worth it. And I, for some reason, I was feeling travel sick a lot in those days. So I was sick every morning and every night on the way back. Oh. And, but nevertheless. Just waiting an hour to be nevertheless, sick. Nevertheless, the charts. Come on. We have number one, new entry. What's very interesting about this is it is interesting that Madonna has a new single out this week. At the time, Madonna, I mean, she's always been a big star, but like. That would have been very hyped as well. Normally, Madonna's probably going to yeah. have a bit. And nobody thought... It's very interesting that two bands from Britain 
were definitely going to be one and two and nobody thought Madonna might. Yeah. So that's interesting. Country House, number two, Roll With It by those <laughs> cheeky Oasis boys. Number three, I Love You Baby by Original. Do you know that? I don't. It goes, ooh, la, la, la. I love you, baby. It goes like that. Ooh, no, la, 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 la. It was fine. <laughs> Number four, never forget, um, the final single for Take That. Unusually, with um, Howard Donald doing lead vocals. Number five, Waterfalls by TLC, which I know you know. Oh, classic. Classic. Don't what, go chasing them. Rest in peace, Lisa. Left Eye Lopez. <laughs> A song that has apparently about AIDS, but I've never been able to work out how. Yeah, I don't get it. Everybody by Clock. Son of a Gun by JX, and then Human Nature, new entry by Madonna at number eight. Oh, she didn't do well. Mm, not by her lofty goals. No. Number nine, Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Baby, yeah. baby, to baby a kiss to from good, a rose. Yeah. Lovely bit of business. Yeah. Number ten, do you know Try Me Out by Corona? I don't think so. It, it was a sort of similar sort of Euro disco-y thing to I Love You Baby from earlier, that sort of, which was huge mm. at the time. It went... Try me out, oh baby, try me out. Take a chance, me, cause I wanna be yours. I wanna love you. I think she was from somewhere in Africa, perhaps Namibia. Oh. Where, Corona, if you're listening, where are you from? Ooh, I saw a little um thing. Uh, oh, did I did I save it or not? Oh, some sort of government body had put like, oh, happy Independence Day, Botswana picture up, but they'd put a picture of the silhouette of South Africa. Nice. <laughs> so, well done. I'm guessing Britain. <laughs> You're probably <clears throat> number eleven, shy guy by Diana King, which we covered previously on a previous episode. Number twelve, the third in um, the third member of this battle of Britpop, new entry at number twelve for just when you're thinking things over by the Charlatans, who probably regretted the release date. Number thirteen, on the Bible by Juice, who are very much a, a proto steps. Oh, number 15, Happy Just To Be With You by Michelle Gale. Have I told my Michelle Gale story I on this? I don't know, mate. Well, let's go for it. Let's... So, Michelle, do you know Michelle Gale? Not really. I recognise the name. Singer, actress. At this point, it's relevant that she was in the CBB so, CBB so, show... CBBC show. Come on, yep. Wolf Blood. Right. Wolf Blood. Now, I was doing some warm-up... Yes, I know, yeah. yeah. Wolf Blood premiere. And I had to fill a lot of time, Kia. I feel a lot of like two hours work. It was the hardest gig of my life with no microphone in about 180 seater where the schools would come in individually, groups of eight. So I had to entertain eight kids and then another eight would come in and I had to entertain that kids while still checking in on the other kids and then eight more would come in and I had to check on them and them and them and them with no oh microphone. God, that sounds horrible. And it was two hours of a lot of work and then finally by the end, the cast had lined up behind me. And we're just about to go. Because I wasn't out using the microphone because we're doing red carpet filming outside. Right. And then Michelle Gale was in the... Oh, that's Michelle Gale, bloody hell. And I was just about to start playing her... Because we got the microphone by the end. Because yeah. all the school was in. I was about to start playing her hit song, Sweetness on My Teeth. And I, was, I just went, Michelle. And then they went, right, we're ready to go now. And I was so relieved. <laughs> <laughs> because... It's not even a song you can play on your teeth. You know what I mean? But would she have known what was happening if you just showed Michelle and just hit your teeth twice that you got? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? I don't know. Like, is it better if I'd played a bit more so she could have been... Yeah, she, she would have recognised and be like, what the I'm going to try to play doing? it now because it's quite a slow song which doesn't necessarily help with the teeth yeah. playing, you know. So. Like, 
Now, I know I'm playing it. I don't know the song, but I can definitely recognise that there's a tune there. And your sweetness here's my weakness. Oh, no, yeah, you know what? You're not far off. But she didn't know I was playing that, so she yeah. just went, what are you hitting your face at as fuck? <laughs> He's a mental. <laughs> 16, Suggs' cover of I'm Only Sleeping, which was so necessary. 17, So Good by Boyzone. And in at number 18, it's those fabulous out here brothers with Boom Boom Boom. Let me hear you say way oh too late. Way-o. Real McCoy in at number 19 and at number 20, All Right by Supergrass. Bear in mind that and Out Here Brothers for a later episode. Do you remember the 74, 75 by the Canals? I don't. Well, then I'm not going to tell you about it. It was boring. Nice. You will know um, You Ought to Know by Alanis Morissette. Oh, of course. Of course I know that. Do they still play that now at the sort of places you go? You know what? I'm not it's sure. It's in the charts. It was only 22. I, I've heard it a lot when it's, you know, I popped in a little Spotify mm. playlist because, you know, Spotify playlists always choose the same songs mm. even no matter how many times you mix them. Um, Pops up a lot in there, but I don't know if I've just heard it out and about. Bjork's at number 23 with oh, Isabel. Like Bjork. Big fan of Bjork, like me, Bjork. We stopped in a hotel, Bjork, once in Iceland, mm. and it's now shut. Oh. Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me by you two. Oh, we're at number 28, Destination Eschaton by The Shaman. Big fans of The Shaman in our house. Do you know LSI by The Shaman? Don't. When, um, love, sex, intelligence, ooh, coming through with the things you do to me. Love, sex, intelligence, oh, coming on like a seventh sense. Nice. And Destination Eschaton went, Destination Eschaton. That's all I remember about it. Good. Like, LSI, isn't he that YouTuber yeah. slash boxer slash rapper? Do you know what KSI stands for? Oh, I do not know. Knowledge, strength, integrity. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I know. And he's got them tattooed. He's got um, knowledge on his chest, strength down one arm, integrity tattooed down the other. What's his real name? Uh, I can't remember. Ology de Olatunji, I think. Oh, that's better. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? It's more fun to see as well, but... Hope Street by The Levelers, the smelly fucking hippies at number 29. And I have no memory of this next song, but part of me does want to hear Push by Moist at number 30. Sounds good. Girl from Mars by Ash. Um, oh, those plucky little popsters. Still teens at the time. Who the Fuck is Alice by Smokey featuring Chubby Brown at 38, which I bet they regret now. I Why? Bet they, so they had a, they had a song... Um, 24 years I've been living next door to Alice. There was like a hit of theirs from right. the early 70s. And then they did a version with Chubby Brown, which was just him shouting, Alice, who the fuck is Alice? Brilliant. And I bet you they've now not been able to play that song ever without people shouting that back oh, at them. Oh, yeah. And it's their own fucking fault. Yeah. A Girl Like You by Edwin Collins out of Orange Juice at 35. In the Summertime, the Shaggy featuring Rayvon version at number 38. And the key, wow, I did not know. The key by Matt Goss out of Bross, a new entry at number 40, oh. as late as 1995. And, oh, number 41, which um, is on our Patreon, patreon.com slash feltnow, we'll have bonus, a bonus episode where we discuss the song at number 41 while hearing it, is I'm Your Man by Lisa Moorish. Now, oh. Lisa Moorish is somebody who was, she was in, in bands and she was like, which was most famous as being someone who was around people who were in Britpop, right? Right. To the point where she had Liam Gallagher's baby. No. And then I think she had his ba- a baby with him that was born just after he married Patsy Kensett. And then I think she might have married or was at least going out with Pete Doggerty. So oh, we will be... done all right. We, well, depending on... <laughs> yeah. We will be listening to I'm Your Man by Lisa Moorish 
at patreon.com slash feldmaps. That'll be nice. Come on over. Yeah, we'll have a look. Come on. We're going to listen. We'll have a listen. So, all that's left, Kia. Have you got anything else to say about Country House or Roll With It? Oh, no, mate. Maybe if it was some better songs by both bands, I'd have a lot more <laughs> yeah. to say. But And Roll With It. Slim Pickens, like, really, isn't it? It's just one, another one of those many Oasis songs that say nothing. Just yeah. go roll with it. You got. It's just like oh, be that thing that you are. That's- it is quite interesting that both of them had quite poor songs. Because if it was just one of them, it might have been a landslide. That win, would have but, been but, funny if one of them didn't even get top ten. Yeah, that would have been instead, funny. Instead, they both went for quite poor songs. I wonder if that's why there was this sort of battle because they went, oh, these songs aren't good enough. Let's get some hype going. Ah, that might have been it. But till now, I guess the rules are. As we know, Country House was the number one. Yes. I, I genuinely haven't even... Oh, God. Oh, right. Let's have a think. So we need to both... If we both pick Oasis, it gets to number one. Yeah. If we both pick Blur, it stays at number one. If we pick different ones each, Blur stays at number one. That's how it works. But cool. my word... Yeah, it's... I'm not having any... I mean, honestly... It's very close and not for the good reasons. I'll go with Waterfalls by TLC. <laughs> um... <laughs> Can we just choose waterfalls? Can we, it's a new season, right? We'll change the rules. It's fucking waterfalls. Right. We've got to do... Oh, I love you, baby. No, that, that did peak at number two. We could do that another week. Now, so we're going to go Oasis or Blur. Yes. Like that episode... You know what? That episode of Father Ted? With um, no, Father no, Damo. Um, so it's Joel Rooney, the comedian, and he played a character called Father Damo who was like a naughty, cool priest. And he asked Father... He asked, he asked um, oh God, what's his name? The Father Dougal. He said, who do you prefer, Oasis or Blur? I'm sort of chucking his fringe out of his face. It was really funny. Brilliant. So I interviewed him on a different podcast years ago. Joe Rooney was right. doing the stand with us. And Blur came up during it and I didn't ask him. And I'm very proud of myself. Oh, well done. Because I don't well think done. he's ever had a day in his life where someone hasn't People asked him. Because he still looks exactly the same, yeah. really. Um, to the point where he walks on stage, I certainly used to, used to work at stage and the first thing he would just go was it's blur <laughs> so who would you prefer Oasis or Blur on three one two three Blur, blur. there you there go. go there you go it's not your proudest moment Blur and Oasis you definitely had songs I that could have beaten it noticed though but you sorry didn't. mate I'm going to point out a flaw um, mm-hmm. that I've noticed you do every episode you say it on three but then we'll say it after three not on three mm-hmm. Uh, I do apologise, everyone. Kia, have you ever been um, diagnosed with any development disorders? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. That's a little bit of autism there for you, everybody. Little it's been bit a, of autism. It's been a hard person to bring up. Oh, but I'm better now. Not Is better, that how it I am better, like, you know, in general. But He's not... very good at masking. Yeah. He masks like the tape. What was... Anyway, everybody, join us on patreon.com slash felt now right now where you could have got this a week ago and just now dropping is us talking about Lisa Moorish. Who the fuck wouldn't want that? Bloody hell. Okay, fuck off, everybody. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk.